Life Happens with Pimelo Mutine on SAFM, leading the conversation. So it is 10 minutes to 2 o'clock and I am surrounded by really amazing, beautiful just women that are so encouraging um, because we are moving forward with all the difficulties we have we are moving forward and we're doing amazing things and I'm sitting here across from one such an individual she's a CEO of a thing called Aqua Air Africa what is that? It's um, and she's going to explain it to us so they're saying that they're going to launch an atmospheric water generating plant in Kharangua. I mean, hello. <laughs> Hi. Hi, Mrs. Pamela. How are you? I am so encouraged by this. And I asked you before we started the program whether this is, what is atmospheric water generating means? Is it the same thing as cloud seeding? You explained it's not. Yes. So let's just quickly unpack it for people. Cloud seeding is basically technology that goes where you would either take a, uh, like a helicopter or a plane of sorts mm-hmm. and go into the cloud and condense and enforce it's to rain, you know, to force the clouds to rain. You inject stuff and all of that stuff, and then it rains. And that was a technology, actually, that was established. It was first um, used in South Africa. Uh, it was a pioneering um, project. It was actually a big project. It was sold off to America. And so we no longer use that technology in South Africa. But we've now come to where we are. And I used to ask myself, why aren't we having, why don't we use this technology that was developed here? I think it was a UCT, in fact, um, in the 80s. But now we're here, an atmospheric water generation plant in Harangua. What's different to what cloud seeding is to what you guys are going to be doing? So basically what we have done is that um, we extract humidity from Mm. the air, which is then condensed filtered um, UV sterilized to produce pure drinking water so, so in simple terms I could it's almost like saying I'm gonna take a container bottle the cloud yes. take the cloud to the lab condense all of that make it water yes and then voila yes Bob's your uncle. yes okay. so um, with cloud seeding you are basically at the end of the product because yes. that's when um, you, like you said, you um, inject a lot of chemicals mm. and then you get rainwater. Mm. Whereas what we're saying is that you're extracting relative humidity mm. um, from the atmosphere and then you condense it. So we do the condensation ourselves mm. in order to make rainwater that you can actually drink because it's purified, UV sterilized and ozonated to give you pure drinking water. Amazing. The question is, with the kind of climate that we're facing now and the challenges that we're facing, do we have enough atmospheric um, air in the water, as in uh, enough moisture moisture in the air? Absolutely, absolutely. Our moisture will never run out um, because at the end of the day, should moisture run out, then we're all dying. Yes. Yes. It's, it's basically, you know, oxygen, um, H2O. So um, with our technology, we are quite environmentally sustainable. So um, we are a resource that never runs out. And our, our technology just allows you to, to do that extraction. And there's so much moisture in the air, like billions, billions, billions of liters of water in the air, actually. Goodness, <laughs> this is amazing stuff. So, what what is it going to take? So, does that mean we can all you know jump up and down and say this is the end of our drought problem? <laughs> in, in 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 relative terms, though, how much moisture do we have? Is this enough? Can this? You said it's obviously uh, fi- it's not finite. Yeah, it's, it's infinite, infinite, right? It's, it's infinite. infinite, meaning this is a source that we can now use. Yes, the source that we can tap into. Yes. 
is it a secure source? You know, it, I, I'm asking difficult questions because yeah. while we are doing that, we also have in other in other parts of the world, you've got dirty atmospheric um, uh, moisture. Absolutely, um, which is important for us, um, for us to set up our plant in Harangua. Okay. We set up our plant in Harangua Industrial Zone, mm -hmm. meaning we are dealing with a lot of pollutants yes. in the air. This is to prove that our technology is able to filter the water um, enough for us to produce pure drinking water. So it's not a matter of the, the, the atmosphere that you are surrounded by. So it can be in, you know, suburbia, it mm -hmm. can be in a rural area, it can be in an industrial area, but our filters are able to clean um, the pollutants that can be found. And we only use um, pollu um, filters that, are, that don't have chemicals. So we don't use any chlorine in our, in our process. So what do you do with the waste? What we do with the waste, um, obviously it's, it's in the filters and yes. then we clean the filters. Yes. So you just have to have a maintenance plan where you're able to clean the filters, yes. um, get rid of the dust that, yes. that you'll definitely find in the air. Mm. What we've done with our plant is that we started off by doing an environmental impact assessment mm. in order to be able to determine what is it in the air that we are currently going to be placing our plant in. So with us being able to partner up with um, municipalities and um, government and you know um, the private sector to offer the solution to um, areas where we are currently exp experiencing water shortage crises um, that means that we would be going in doing that EIA get an idea of the kind of um, pollutants in the air and then you know customize our filters to be able to deal with them so we, we are going to speak a little bit later on to Hamanskral yes right they've got a problem yes there. What needs to happen? How do they then start saying, wow, here's a solution. You're right up the road. Mm -hmm. How do you help a community like that? We need to partner up with government. We need to partner up with the Department of Water and Sanitation. We have invited them to the launch that is happening on Friday, mm. this Friday. They've also actually invited us to um, their launch yeah. of the Water and Sanitation Master Plan, which mm -hmm. is happening tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And I think from there, we would be able to pick up engagements on how we can partner up together in order to actually solve the crisis that I mean, Hamanskral is currently facing. So if you go into an area like Hamanskral, so say, let's say, say hypothetically, everything went well and you yes. went in tomorrow mm -hmm. right to when would the community start getting benefits from this technology when would you be able to deliver water at someone's table Okay, we would give them a short-term plan first mm. while we work on the long-term plan. The long-term plan would need for us to connect to the municipal pipes. Mm. As we know, those municipal pipes are contaminated. Yes. So that is a solution that we'd yeah. be looking at long-term. But tomorrow, mm. it would be a thing of we partner up with government and then we go in with our units mm -hmm. um, connected to solar mm -hmm. and then people can actually get pure drinking water from there so we would be like taking yeah sorts. we would be taking a, a one of our big units and then you can get a tank on the side and then they would be getting pure drinking water immediately oh my goodness oh my goodness so who do we need to phone you need to call <laughs> us <laughs> at aqua air call? africa um our number is zero eight seven two three one. 7565. So with our solution, it's also perfect for your agriculture, uh, for industries where they actually use quite a lot of water. So when you've got a farm, you cannot be counting on droughts and you can so, also not count on water yes. shedding. So, so are you saying that, let's, let's park government for a minute because yes. I think it's a long process. Yeah. You, we had just, just the other day we were speaking to farmers. Are you saying that the community in the Northern Cape, as farmers can get together, call you guys and, and directly engage you guys? They definitely can. Um, on Friday, 
the previous fire year, I actually met up with a company in KZN. They are within the uh, industrial sector and they are definitely considering our solution um, as opposed to desalination when it comes to um, yes. getting water yeah. in their plant for drinking water and for industrial use. So we are able to go into those industries. And you've got, you know, your big water consumers like ESCOM too. And the moment, you know, we have this shortage where it's going to be insane water sh um, shedding, that means that even, you know, our electricity will once again be affected. Kemokhazu, it's been such a pleasure having you here. Thank you so much for coming through. Thank you. We really wish you all the best. It's such a wonderful story to tell. Uh, just the other day, we were crying, we were in tears about mm. the kind of, um, you know, carnage we see in farms. And to hear that a young lady like yourself is at the helm of a company that can really, I suppose, just like that, solve our problems is really, really encouraging. Thank you. Thanks for coming through. Thank you. Thank you very much. Gamoche Zumatsu is the CEO of Aqua Air Africa, and we will tweet the details of the company on our social media platforms, and this conversation will be available as a podcast. Two o'clock now, let's go to Utsi Lesaku for the latest in news.